This is the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. The podcast for curious and passionate dental hygienists. Hi, Kara RDH here. I want to thank Philips Oral Healthcare for sponsoring this podcast audio article. Be the first to know the latest from Philips when you join their email list at philipsoralhealthcare.com. Get information about special promotions and new products, practice building tips, and resources to help you empower patients to practice healthy routines at home. Do dental implants really look like teeth? Significance of Restorative Design in Plaque Accumulation by Siobhan R. Healy, MSDH, RDH, ICP. The restorations that are supported by dental implants are designed to resemble a natural dentition, but do dental implants really look like teeth? If you examine the anatomy and, in some cases, the positioning of an implant in comparison to how teeth are in the jaw, there can be major differences in respect to diameter, shape, size, contour, and even location. Dental implants can replace a single tooth, multiple teeth, or all teeth. The restorations supported by the implants can be a single crown, multi-unit bridge, full arch bridge, fixed or removable, complete, and or partial dentures. Out of the many different restorative options recommended by dentists, the best decision would be the one that's most cleansable for a professional and at-home maintenance regimen that's realistic for the patient and practitioner. Dental literature and expert clinicians agree the endpoint goal of treatment is a high aptitude for implant maintenance. Our ethical responsibility as dental hygienists is to equip this population with home care devices specifically designed for their restorative and dexterity needs. However, despite our best efforts, a poorly designed restoration is a predisposing risk factor for plaque accumulation and an environment that's non-maintainable by the patient with a regular toothbrush and floss. When exploring the best recommendations for your patients, remember that this may challenge clinicians to step outside the box of traditional dental hygiene methodology. However, in order to do so, hygienists need to increase their knowledge and understanding of dental implant restorations and how to identify potential risk factors for disease. The following are three cases meant to demonstrate the significance of restorative design and its contribution to plaque accumulation and disease. Significance of Restorative Design Case Example 1 Two-Unit Bridge Supported by Two Implants The first case example is of a two-unit implant-supported bridge in place of missing teeth numbers 24 to 25. There's obvious moderate to heavy plaque and food accumulation with soft and hard tissue inflammation. The implant crowns being fused together with submucosal restorative margins limits access for personal oral hygiene in all embrasure spaces, especially between 24 to 25. The design of the restoration also created additional spaces, especially evident where the bridge meets adjacent teeth number 23 and number 26. The pink acrylic in place of soft tissue is generally convex, contributing to a bulky restorative design and a non-maintainable environment. Although many factors need to be considered as contributing to the problem, perhaps the restorative doctor could have avoided some of these complications with the recommendation of two single implant crowns instead of fusing the two together. Case example two, a three-unit implant tooth-supported bridge. It's widely known that dental implants lack periodontal ligaments. This is one major characteristic that sets dental implants apart from teeth. Therefore, the concept of splinting a rigid ankylosed implant to a relatively mobile tooth remains controversial. Some researchers believe that the difference in support at both ends of the system places the implant at risk for complications. 
This is a case of a three-unit implant-supported bridge in place of teeth number four to five, with obvious limitations for adequate hygiene attributable to design. When looking at the clinical image, the restoration may look appropriate, but the radiographs suggest otherwise. Something else that needs consideration when examining dental implant restorations for hygiene accessibility is retention. This is a three-unit cement-retained implant tooth-supported bridge. Not only does the design of this bridge make hygiene challenging, but if you examine the radiograph closely, you'll notice residual cement, which presents another risk factor for plaque accumulation and peri-implant disease. Note radiographic residual cement and peri-implantitis with pus exudation. Case example three, full arch implant therapy in a transitional denture supported by five implants. Implant dentistry is especially sought after by the edentulous population or patients with a terminally ill dentition. The transitional phase of implant therapy, where a patient is in a provisional or temporary restoration during osteointegration, is a crucial time for the patient to be seen by a dental hygienist. This will help uncover any inadequacies in restorative design that may complicate home care before the final restoration is delivered. This case is an example of a poor transitional design that made at-home maintenance impossible for the patient. All five implants developed peri-implantitis and were removed only four months after placement. Implant dentistry has improved the quality of life for much of the world. Regardless of how technology is advanced, peri-implant disease remains a global concern with an emphasis on maintenance. Restorations supported by dental implants are designed to resemble a natural dentition. However, professional and at-home maintenance methods should be tailored to the design of the supporting restoration and patient, not teeth. Coincidentally, the design of the restoration can be the major component causing the problem. Either way, it's the role of the dental hygienist to identify risk factors for disease, intervene when it's detected, and prevent it from happening. I hope you enjoyed that audio article. Thank you again to Philips Oral Healthcare for sponsoring and for supporting dental hygienists everywhere. Don't forget to visit philipsoralhealthcare.com to get email updates for dental professionals. Thank you for listening to the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 